Okay, so let's just get back into it. And I, and I saw something yesterday. It was pretty obvious, but um, because I didn't have a chance to look at it, that's why I missed it. So let's read the Gemara again, and then we'll answer Chaim's question from yesterday. Two dots, five lines up from the bottom, right in the middle of the page. A little bit leaning to the left. We're trying to lean a little bit to the right nowadays, but this Gemara is still a little bit to the left. It's a joke. Tanya. Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai Omer Sholosh Matanos Haba... I'm sorry. Sholosh Matanos Tovos Nasan HaKadosh Baruch Yisrael. Three good presents that Kaddish Baruch gave to Klai Yisrael. The Kulum no Nasan Elai De Yisrael. And these presents were only given through Yisrael, through affliction, through pain, through hardship, through suffering. Eluhain, what are they? Torah, Eretz Yisrael, V'Holom Haba. Torah, Eretz Yisrael, V'Holom Haba. Torah Minayin, how do you know Torah? Was given through Yisrael. Shinemar Ashri Hagever. I'm sorry. That's not the Gemara we did yesterday. I apologize. We started that yesterday. I know, but I wanted to just to say one thing because I, it, was, it, was a, it was a big slip-up. Rishim ben Lakish said that, right above the two dots, that bris b'melech and bris b'yisurin. Right? Just like the bris b'melech takes away our avonos, so too the bris by yisurin. Whenever we get yisurin, it also removes us. Bris b'melech was talking about karbonos? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, this is what I saw yesterday, and it was, it was pretty obvious. So the Gemara brought a Pasuk for the bris b'melech, melech bris, there's a bris by the, by the salt, that takes, that's for the kabonos, that takes away our sins. So, so too the word bris in the next Pasuk, which is Pasuk Yitches, if you have over here, it's right above the two dots, Ela divrei ha-bris, these are the words of the bris. So we just didn't look at Rashi. Right, this is Ruga Rashi, four lines up in Rashi, it says a bris by Yisurin, by afflictions, as it says. These are the divrei bris. In Kisavo, after all of the curses, all, I think it's 98 curses, then a Kaddish Baruch says, these are the words of the bris that Moshe commanded us by Eretz, whatever, right, by Eretz Moav. Meaning, all the klolos, which are Yisurin. These are the bris. So says Rish Lakish, just like the word bris by the salt of the karbanos removes our sins at the point by the karbanos, so too any klola that you get, I don't think it means you need all of them, any klola that you get, da'ainu, yisurim, pain, affliction, that also removes you from sin. That's why, where does it say, el divrei bris, where it's anything about yisurim? Well, it just had 98 yisurim up until that point, after just looking at Rashi and the Psukim. Fine. It's interesting. I saw yesterday. I didn't bring my notes. All right. Let's go back there. So, Ken. Tanya Rishim and Ben Yochayom. Three presents, three good presents that a Kaddish Baruch Hu gave to Klai, so they all need Yisurim. Eloheim Torah Eretz Yisrael V'olam Abba, Torah Minayin, Shnemar Asher Gevashert Yisrael Aka, Umitaras Chaslandeno. Torah, it says, we learned this Pasuk already, praiseworthy is the man that Hashem afflicts, Asher Gevashert Yisrael Aka, Hashem afflicts, Umitaras Chaslandeno. But you're going to come out you're going to be learning Torah through it. That's, you got to keep going. Eretz Yisrael, Dechsiv ki kasher yasser ishas beno, Hashem elokechem yasreka. Like Eretz Yisrael, it says, just like a Kaddish Baruch Hu, just like a man, ki kasher yasser ish, just like a man afflicts his son in order to train him, so too a Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to afflict you. Dechsiv basrei, and right after that passage it says, ki Hashem elokecha meviacha el Eretz tova. Hashem is going to bring you to the good land. So those two psukim are connected. So to get to the good land, you also are going to have to get afflicted. It's going to be hard, as we saw with Kalei Yisrael. It was not Pashat. Still till today, it's not Pashat to get to Eretz Yisrael. And therefore it needs Yisurim. 
Olam Haba Dixiv Kiner Mitzvah Torah Or Olam Haba This says in the Pasuk Kiner Mitzvah We know the Pasuk That the Mitzvahs Are like Ner Like candles V'Torah Or V'Derech Chayim The way of life Derech Chayim Which is Pause here one second Look at Rashi Derech Chayim Last Rashi on the page V'Derech Chayim Chaye HaOlam Haba It's referring to The life To get to Olam Haba The way of life Right Eternal life Chay HaOlam Haba Havyan Lo Tochachas Musul Adam. It's going to take tochachas muster. It's going to going to take uh, muster, which is the way we say is that if you want to go on a path, it's a very right. The whole world is one is a, is a narrow bridge, right? But what happens when you're on something that's very narrow? Sometimes you go off a little to the right, a little to the left. So Kaddish Baruch has to sometimes whack you back onto the the path. He doesn't want you to go off. You don't want to go off. So even though your body is 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 okay, not getting whacked. But your neshama is very happy when a Kaddish Baruch who whacks it back into place, sorry. And therefore, the derechaim to stay on the path of life to Olam Haba, it's going to take you surim. There's no other way. Who's perfect that they can walk in a straight line, right? Try walking in a straight line, foot up to foot, for 120 years. <laughs> You're going to go off at some point, and that's life. That's part of life. So the pasuk again says, "Kiner mitzvah a Torah or of a derechaim, the way to the eternal life, Olam Haba." Tochachos Musr. It's going to take Tochachos Musr, rebuking type Musr, but again, as we've said, Tochacha, even though they translate as rebuke, it's not a good translation because Tochacha means to bring out your Toch, but to bring out your Koach. Those are the same. Those, the word Tochacha has the word Toch, your insides, Koach, your strength. Your strength from inside. That's what Tochacha truly is. Right? Tochachos Musr. Okay. Um, fine. So let's, uh, because yesterday was so popular, let's see this piece of cook that we say sent out. I also, for those who don't want to use a phone, I did make some copies. Uh, thank you. For uh, those who don't want to use their... Sure. Uh, <laughs> so use that. I'm trying. I don't want to... I mean, I, if it's like one sheet, I could print it out. If it's going to get like a lot of sheets, I don't want to. But. Or just give us like a three-day notice and we'll buy the same. I wish I was so organized. Mr. Shemesh, thank you for the brocha. Right. Rough of organization. organization. It's not an organization, it's just I'm not a head. I'm the same day with you. Here we go. So I didn't quote the Gemara because we already have it. It's just on the page. Your page just says, These are right. These are the last two. Torah, Eretzel, Olam Haba. It says, That you need to have Yisurim to get through. So here we go. It's very connected to the, to the piece we saw yesterday, of course. Top right. Top right? I mean, on the bottom half of the page, top right quadrant. Top right quadrant of the... Eretz Yisrael those are the first two words in the bold. Okay. Everybody see it? Yeah, see it, huh? Yeish says Rav Kook. You know, it's very interesting always. You know, everything's a remez. Some things you could take, they're jokes, sometimes they're not jokes. But the word cook, what does it mean in Yiddish? Cook around, to come, come. To look. Because if Cook gave us a deeper look at everything. What's the gematria Cook? 100 million. <laughs> no, no, we're going to wait for Penny to do this because this is an easy one. 26. No, no, no. Shh. I don't know. Don't ask me. 26. <laughs> no, it's okay. Love him. No. Cook is Vav Cook. Cook Vav Cook. He's right. You take it to zero. I know. We're doing, so it's 206. 206, yeah. No, you can't do that. 206. So what's 206. No. <laughs> ten times shame of Aya. No, it's not. No. That'd be too sexy. It's Ray. 
Ray again means the sea. Holy wow. Which is whatever with the kolal is or. You hear that? You hear that? Morty made a good comment. That's a good meditation last night. Yeah, it was. Happens to be Be'emis. Be'emis. Not a joke. And I, I explained it at the beginning only for a few seconds. I don't want to go into it. But to, to, when you get into a place, I was talking about to get into a place of ayin, right? which means nothingness, try not, no thinking. That's when you become a keli for Kaddish Baruch Hu to think through you. And when I'm thinking actively, there's a mixture, keilu, there's a mixture of my thoughts and a Kaddish Baruch Hu's thoughts mixing because I have a chira. But when you go into that place called ayin, as if you can try to get into that place, then whatever you think is just what a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants you to think. And it's clear. And that was, that's part of the avoda of a meditation, is to get to that place. That's why we're talking about Moshe Rabbeinu, that there were certain times where he just stopped. Kaddish Baruch was teaching and teaching and teaching him, and he just stopped to let it just settle in. That's the, the gaps. Rashi says in Vayikra, mm-hmm. one of my favorite Rashi's, the gaps in the Torah where there's spaces, that was Moshe Rabbeinu thinking. Or just being. Letting it, the words just settle in. That's why there are gaps. Mm-hmm. Rashi asks, why there are gaps? And he says, because Moshe Rabbeinu needed time in between Akadosh Baruch's teachings. Wow. So he says, unbelievable, Rashi. Unbelievable. So we also, I was, so the whole point of last night was in between Yom Kippur and Sukkot, you, you just need a gap. Because we go right from Yom Kippur, right to all the preparations of Sukkot, you miss out on things. Mm-hmm. So to go, when you get into that place of, of ayin, of just nothingness, then Akadosh Baruch works on you. From ani to ayin. Okay. So says Rav Kook. Down the, right? We're still going to say that. <laughs> That's t- what did he say? I was making a joke because Morty said he was, when he got Ray, he's like, "Oh, it was a great meditation last night." And the answer is, <coughs> maybe he did get it from there. You just don't know. He thought he was joking. He's not joking. He's being serious. He's being serious. <laughs> yeah, but I want to, I want everybody to know that it's serious. All right, you could do that though. <laughs> Tosos man simcha, so it's good to be happy now. Yesh ma'ilus shem beteva adam. There are ma'ilus in the nature of man that they're implanted there by Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Teva. The fish shor shetzi rasa b'asher hu adam lasigan. Hakadosh Baruch Hu implanted every single person with a certain teva. We learn that everybody's really a seed. Everybody has all the DNA like a seed of a tree. We all have all of the DNA. I mean, we have, we're made from a piece of zera. That's what we're made from. And in that zera is all the DNA, all the potential that we have within ourselves, each one differently. But Fishar Shitzir also, according to the Shorish, the root of his Yitzir, of his creation, according to what Kaddish Baruch Hu wants, Basheru Adam Lasigan, that our whole life we have to go and try to reach that. We have to reach out and crack out of our eggs and in all the different types of klipas that surround us. The cave and Shahin Shavas Lateva, Ain Sarch Yisurin Kedelisko Selin. And because they are equal to our Teva, these Madregas we were just discussing, you don't need Yisurin to go after them. Hakadish Baruch Hu also gave you the tools to go and be able to reach them, right? Whatever, whatever your potential in Teva is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave you the tools in Teva to reach them. Just use your tools, your God-given abilities, to do the thing that Hashem programmed you to do. And we all are doing that, for sure. Amnam says Rav Kook, but to go above, which is also implanted within us, but it's outside of our Teva, Ulamailam in a teva, it's higher than our teva. Ain kochos haguv shem tivim muchanim laze. Our natural bodily abilities 
are not prepared to reach Chutz mm-hmm. because it's higher than where we are. You need Yisur. To reach higher than where you're holding, which is called your potential, there's two types of potential. I like to talk about this with the, with the chasanim before they get married. There's the fathomable potential, and then there's the unfathomable potential. The fathomable potential is I can learn, and I can get better at learning, and I can get better at davening, and get better at being a good person. It's fathomable. I mean, I'm at level seven. I can get to level eight. That's fathomable. It's, that's the normal way. That's what Rav Cook is talking about. That is built within man. It's our teva. There's a teva dika potential that we all grow into. But then there's something called the unfathomable potential. You don't even know that you don't even know. Mm-hmm. You don't even know what it is. I was telling them, and everybody has it in different ways. And we have to believe in that, right? When something is chutz teva, when it's outside of our natural ability to even know, then you have to go into the place called amuna. You have to believe. And everybody has to believe that they're, they're greater than they are. I once read an amazing, mamish, an amazing uh, remez. I love Ramazam, especially with the letters. This was from, uh, he said, it was a Balmusser, Talmud of Ravobi, Reuven Leichter. But I was in Yeshiva Gedola, so he was Rabbi Katzenstein, the Rashiva there, who was also Talmud of Ravobi, so he, he, his friend, Reuven Leichter, came in once. I let him speak once. He's a very deep thinker. And he once said, and till today, I still remember, unbelievable. Adam is the same letters as Ma'od. Ma'od means more. Adam is always more than he thinks he is. Hmm. Very, very powerful. And then after learning Hasidus and really understanding that, now I really, really understand that. Because we have something called Kesser, which is how, uh, Kesser is the crown on top of us. It's the potential that it's above us. Sometimes we know what the potential is and sometimes we have no idea. So you always have to keep working because you never know what's going to bring you to that higher place. But Akhoponim, sometimes you need Yisurim. How do you get to a higher place? How do you... How do you grab for something that's higher. I mean, according to my natural abilities and who I'm doing and I'm going and I'm working, I'm growing into who I am and who I'm supposed to be. How would I even know that I need to jump two times? I mean, I'm jumping to, I don't know, I'm walking on the, I'm walking on the road and I'm, and I'm grabbing leaves. I don't know why this is the muscle. And I'm just, and, I'm, and some, some leaves are hand, right? When I'm walking, I can grab. And sometimes I see this one's a little bit above, so I grab and I jump to the grab. So good, so I'm going through life and I'm grabbing the, the leaves that are in my grasp, and I'm jumping a little bit, but I'm, I'm doing great. Why would I even think to jump for the, the, the tree that's even higher? That's not within my perception. Why would I even think to do that? I wouldn't. But a coach knows that's, that's part of my potential. So therefore, he sometimes he'll put a, a roadblock in the way. Or what is it called the, when the, those, those runners are jumping over? The hurdles. Put a hurdle in the road. So I can't just walk. I have to jump as high as I can. And then I see, whoa, there's, there's, there's special leaves up there. Again, ridiculous Marshall, but there's these specialists. But I never would have known that had there not been a hurdle. Those are Yisurim sometimes. Sometimes Yisurim push us to the brink. Whatever that is, in Amunah, Bitochen, in subduing our taivas, in Koach of Tefillah, in who knows, pushing down our ego. Things that we never would have expected, we never would have thought to do had we not been pushed, squeezed, slapped into. But then once we see what can come out of it, you're like, whoa, I, was, that, I could do that. that was, I never would have known that. Now you can go back into that place. So Kaddish Baruch Hu has to use Yisurim. Because on the regular, daily, um, the regular day, why would I put myself into a position that hurts? I'm great. I'm grabbing this leave. I'm jumping a little bit. Everybody's nice. Everybody's, I'm complacent. 
Kashbar says, no, no, no. You're oh, there's mode. You're always more than you than you think you are. It's like you have to go out to the battlefield to see, you know, after you train and everything to see how. Yeah, you're going to put you on the field. 100%. Ki'inyan ha-Navua. He says, says Rav He brings a, a, a raya from the Indian of Navua. Kishahay When a Navua would come upon a person. Haya evareya misparkim. Their bones, their limbs would be shaking. K'mashu bi'ar Rambam bi'yisari yatar. The Rambam explains. K'mashu ha-Psukim morim b'Daniel. Like the Psukim tells him, Daniel. Vodim b'mkomas rabim. What would happen to a Navi? He would fall down. He would be like quivering and shaking. Meaning it's too high. For his body. Mm-hmm. Because the Nevuah is, is above his Teva. That's not normal. It's coming from a higher place. It's bringing him to a higher place. His body can't handle that. The Kali can't handle so much energy. Mm-hmm. The, the natural body cannot receive so much energy without Yisurim. If you're Zohar. Sheyutash chelov yishbar. That it was. I don't exactly know what the translation is over there, but it means that it can it can break. Sheyutash the, chelov the, yishbar. I think it means that the like the almost the old keli has to break. Mm-hmm. So I'll explain that in a minute, because when you think about it normally, right? People might know the answer to this already, but when you have a, a vessel, and it can only hold a certain amount of energy, and a kaddish baruch wants to put more energy in. And then it breaks the vessel. Shreya Sakalim. That's not good. How is that good? We're saying over here that it's good. That you soon bring us to, to a higher level. What you, you just told me you broke my Kalim. I can't handle it. He's on the, he's on the floor shaking. Shreya Sakalim. We always learn that as being not necessarily a good thing. Hmm? So how do we understand? Of course everything is tov. But when a person goes insane, you know, when a person breaks, it's too much for him. That's not... That's, We'll just say it's not good. How do we understand Shreya Sakalim in a positive way? He's like a lobster. What does that mean? So I'll tell you. I'll tell, oh. So I'll tell you. So maybe we'll finish in a second, but I want to I see this. So this happens to me. I read something years ago. Something called Entropy. You know about Entropy? Let me... I'll, I'll read to you. Because you give me that. It's like... <laughs> about the about the <laughs> amount of input that the that gets sent to the brain. Entropy is whatever. It's a whole it's a whole sugya. It's very very important. Entropy is a very big sugya in terms of Rebbeinu Hashem. But let me read you something that you probably have heard, which is saying it in, in a nicer way. This is from Steinsaltz. You probably heard this before. This is one of the famous things he said, and I, I always connected to the, to my earlier chachmadikah learning of this thing called entropy and putting too much too much energy into the system. I'll just read it to you like this. The Rebbe believed that by doing more, the Bavitcher Rebbe, we could change the very nature of reality. In my last letter to the Rebbe, Steinsaltz writes, I told him I was holding down three full-time jobs, scholarly writing, outreach work in Russia, and a network of schools in Israel. Now, Steinsaltz was the biggest brains in the last century. But three full-time jobs. Since it all seemed like too much for one person, I asked him what to focus on. His answer was typical of him that I should continue to do all these things and, and to do more things and work even harder. When someone does more and more, as the Rebbe would say, we worry that he's being stretched too thin and it could be Shreya Sakalim. In our daily routines, we seem to be at the limits of human condition. However, the Rebbe believed that by doing more, we could change the very nature of reality. The science of physics has such a law. When one applies massive amounts of pressure to an object... 
the molecules collapse, Shvirsa Kalim, and the very nature of the object changes. It rebuilds in a stronger, a bigger way. Now, you have to be very careful sometimes because sometimes yeah. it, it could actually be a real Shvirsa Kalim. You can see that with the physical body too. Yeah, it's like exercising a muscle. Let's say, it's like, what is in the brain is a muscle? He himself breaks and then... He thought he can only hold down three... He thought he could only hold down three full-time jobs, but when the Rebbe, the Rebbe told him to take on more jobs... It, it was too much for him. He knew, he knew what he could handle. And he found, because when you, then he broke the Ani. I think I can hold for three jobs, which is normal, natural, and he's right. But when the Rebbe tells you, do more, you break the Ani, you say, fine, I'm going to go above my limits. And then Ayin takes over. Mm-hmm. And now you have a bigger Kaylee. A new Ani opens up, which is bigger than you ever imagined. Because it's not from you anymore. It's from Makarish Baruch. And now... So this is it becomes a uh, yeah we have to be very careful not to take on like like the sugi of chumras mm-hmm. so you have to be careful where you use this and where you don't use this not to take on more chumras that's not uh, that it might just break you that's the depress you he says it he t- says it. I mean he says it in a thing yeah, but definitely chumras now the difference you have to know it's, you can't just do this Prashantos wasn't depressed he wasn't being hurt by the things he just I'm actually I'm I'm I've reached my limit of what I could do, and I'm happy doing it. Right? It wasn't the... Uh, Rabbi Nachman's also talking about you're feeling not... It's, it's squeezing you. He wasn't being squeezed. He just wants to know where to focus. He just, yeah, wants to know focus. I want you to take more. And he just keeps writing. Whatever he writes about this. I'll just keep reading it. The white dwarves of astronomy are small stars. The size of the earth, sometimes even smaller. The mass they contain is many times that of the sun. Each cubic centimeter weighs many tons. Matter has collapsed and become something else. The laws of nature themselves changed. In a way, this is what the Rebbe wanted to do. He wanted to change the very nature of human matter, human behavior, the very way the human being operates. With everybody he encountered, he tried to change their nature into something completely different. They weren't regular people anymore. They became something else. So that's what Cook is talking about over here. That's what the... That the Yisurim, they break you, but not to break you, break you, to make you restructure into a bigger keli. You didn't think. Yisurim, and we learned about this, Yisurim de- are dependent on where your das is. My perception. Yisurim is, do, how do I perceive this? Right? If we'd be able to perceive that this is going to be good for me, then it wouldn't be so painful. But right now, I don't see it like that. I see it as Yisurim. But the point is to break from that because that's my, I think this is all I see. So Kaddish Bo sometimes has to say, no, 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 you're much, much bigger than this. So he's going to apply massive pressure, massive Yisurim. You might break under the pressure, not in a depressed way because he knows you're going to keep pushing and you're going to push, you're going to hurdle over. You're going to hurdle over that spot and you're going to realize, whoa, I'm actually bigger than I ever thought I was. Right? We're very limited. Mm-hmm. We think of ourselves in a very limited way because we only know what we know and what we're used to, what we can com- come conditioned to. And that might be very, a very small, very low level. What's the significance of, of the ayin? You said to change the ani. Ayin, alaf yud nun. Ayin means nothingness. That's, that's ein od mavad. That's, that's ein sof. Ayin is ein. It's not me. So ani, and not, that's, our, that's what we, through life. Ani is me, Ayn is anava. It's a Kaddish Baruch So we, we're always oscillating. That's the right word? Oscillating back and forth. So when a system loses energy, 
That's what entropy happens. Right. Lose. You have to put energy into the system to give it Seder, to give it order. And when you lose that energy, you get entropy. So the whole idea is... Entropy is being disorganized. It's being... It, it spreads... Everything spreads out. Energy. So you need active, like ATP in the body, you know, energy... Exactly. ...to put it in and say, you know, get, take the structure... Just and sometimes Yisurim is what, what right. forces right. you right. to put energy into the system. Gotta, exactly. So it's the energy that we have to bring yep. to ourselves. It's awesome. To give it the off. Precious. Precious. We do that every time in our body. Every cell has that struggle within the body. If you guys want to read about entropy, I think we pump energy in. Right. But would you say, you say that when you're, somebody has Yisurim, does the, the growth come from trying to stick, trying to, not letting these certain throw you off. I mean, you're, you're still doing the same thing that you were doing, but you're just powering through or connecting to something to get you over, or you're trying to then add more. You know what I mean? I think that, I think, I think, so that first and foremost, it comes from the recognition of where this is coming from. Right? If you get Yusurim and you just try to stay the exact same course that you've been staying, that might break you because you might not be able to keep up. Right? I always use this as a muscle, but I'm sorry. A person's learning Daffy Omi and he's having some really rough days and it's hard for him to learn day after day. He can't learn the Daffy. Now he's like, I'm four behind, I'm five behind. Now he's, he's getting used to He's trying every day. He's trying to go. He gets five minutes. He's trying. Five days go by, six days. Now it's starting to pile up. Anybody who has it pile up, it's like this, this, this huge yoke upon you I'm, I can't do it anymore. I'm done. I'm done. With I, I lost. I lost it. People. That has happened to people. So it doesn't just mean stay the exact same brain. Stay the exact same. Something else. What's changing? So what we've been discussing is change the understanding of what Yisurim are, mm-hmm. because Bittel Torah might be Yisurim Shalahava. So don't get thrown off if you can't. You try to learn, but if you can't, recognize it's from a Kodesh Baruch and this is what he wants. And then you have to learn how to reorganize. I'll tell people. You, you missed six blot, don't try to catch up. Make a note of what you, where you missed. Continue going with the chevra. And then when you have an extra hour here or there, go back to those. Because when you try to catch up and there's this, this, this huge mountain in front of you, it's hard to hold, it's hard to hold on. Don't, why are you doing that? Catch up with everybody else. You have to learn how to reorganize. You know, sometimes our, whether it's our ego or it's our misunderstandings of avoda that we try to, we put too much energy in. Maybe chumras or whatever it may be. And the Kodesh says, that's not what I want. Like, I, who was, was it here that I said the Maestro, the guy was Rosh Hashanah? Where he was doubting, he put all his energy in, then he burnt out already? Mm-hmm. And the Kodesh was saying, that's not, that's not, that's not good for you. Maybe somebody else, maybe that was good 10 years ago, but that wasn't good for you. So mm-hmm. reorganize, that's not for you. Gotta wake up. Go on to Tunis and Pshitas. Let's, let's, uh, let's try to finish this if we can. Uh, maybe not. Um, he says, so, so sometimes you need the, the, the extra Yisurim to, to break you, but not to break you, but to make you restructure into a higher Madrega. I think that's what Rav is saying. Okay, and Elo, give Milos, and Kulun, the Milam, and Teva. These three Milos are bringing a person to higher than Teva. If any other more may say, man is made up of intellect, body, and nefesh. And we taught Shaloshan from these three, Yuchalios, Lo Milos, Shavos, El Teva. Each one of us has a, a natural ability to become intellectual. Strong body and nefesh soul. But each one was, we were also given an, an unfathomable potential to break out of our tether these, in these three ways intellect. Kaddish Baruch prepared us to be able to reach these above natural abilities 
Mitzat HaSeichel, he gave us the Torah to raise up a person above Teva. You can learn Torah in a Teva way, and you can push yourself even more. Mitzat the Guf, which is Eretz Yisrael, which is the physical, we, we built the land. As a Kodesh Kedusha Seguli, I'm just skipping, of course, V'olam Haba, is Mitzat the Nefesh, Liskos Lamal Yonah Gavom in a Teva, that a person could zochet to something in the Nefesh above, through getting, fighting to get to Eretz Yisrael. It was dafka for these three things that we needed Yisurim in order to raise the bar, raise the structure of our seichel, our guf, our nefesh. You get the point. You can look at it again in Rav Cook's words. It's kishmak. No, we should be zochah.